This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Did you know that God is always up to something? Thinking thoughts and making plans to ensure that our lives will always be blessed and prosperous, just as He intended. Pastor Ray's extraordinary three-day series of encouragement, Time to Hit the Reset Button, is all about having a future in God. Having those same thoughts and plans God is having for the new year 2023 and beyond, and a future for us that's better than we could have ever imagined. But even though God invites us to have a personal conversation with Him about that future, we will absolutely never realize our true destiny looking through the eyes of past failures and mistakes. So the reset button has to wipe the slate clean, allowing us to remember our victories, forget our failures, and declare our tomorrows. We may not know exactly what our future is or even understand it, but get ready because in 2023, God is up to something. We're starting a whole new era in the life of Living Word Church. We've, we've, got, we've got great things ahead. There are great things that we have to look forward to. But, you know, uh, once in a while, we've got to hit that reset button. Uh, some say, I'm technically, I'm technically challenged. I'm learning. I'm getting better with all these, you know, devices and equipment, iPhones, iPads, mini iPads, junior iPads, senior iPads. I, I can't keep up with it. I mean, genie in a box. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I'm like freaking out with all these electronics around me. But, and in the beginning days, I'm not so bad now because I learned to, well, we hired an IT company. So whenever I get into, into trouble, I call the IT company. But, but in those beginning days, you know, I would work on a device and I'd get it so messed up. And I would, it would get so messed up that, that I had to once in a while, sound like life, you know, life gets messed up. Every once in a while, I had to hit the reset button to clean it all out, to clean the slate, and to start from beginning, from the beginning, and get a brand new start. And that's what God offers to you and to me in our lives. He offers us a brand new start every morning. How many of you know the verse? His, his mercies are new every morning. So every morning you can hit that restart button, reset button, and restart your life and have a brand new beginning. Everybody say, a new beginning. This is it. See, God is thinking thoughts, and God wants to take us God has a plan to take us higher and into a better place than you're even thinking about yourself. Whatever you're thinking about your future right now, God's got something even greater. Listen, whatever you're thinking about the next level of prosperity or advancement or whatever it is, God is thinking something better and higher than what you are thinking. Because we know, Isaiah teaches us that in the book. He says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are, are higher and better and greater than your ways. So God's not only got the thoughts, but he also has ways to get you to that place that you don't even know about. Get excited, man. God, God's thinking something. But I see some of you are stuck because maybe life has dealt you a, a blow. You know, maybe, maybe you've fallen into, fallen into a booby trap. Maybe the devil's knocked you around a little bit. You see? But you see, 
You're not stuck. God's got thoughts on your behalf. God's got a plan. God is doing something behind. Listen, listen. God is up to something. I said God is up to something. You may not know it, perceive it, understand it, or even feel it, but God is up to something. I said, come on. You, you. I, I said God is up to something. Did you hear me over here? God is up to something. Get ready. Because he's thinking thoughts about you. He's thinking thoughts, and they're greater than anything you're thinking about yourself. Oh, man, that excites me. Get ready, get ready. Turn to somebody and say, get ready, get ready. God is up to something. Even, even the things that seem to have gone wrong, we've got a scripture for it. He said, God's going to take those things that are wrong and turn it for your good. God works things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. In other words, the devil throws a whammy at you, God picks it up, swings it around, throws his blessing on it, and sends it back to you. Woo. So, what the devil meant to destroy you, God uses it to strengthen you and to equip you and to get you ready oh, to march on into his will and his purpose and his destiny for your life. Your tomorrows are blessed. Your tomorrows are bright. God has a purpose for you. But you got to stand tall, sister, brother, brother, sister. You can't, you can't get knocked out of the race every time the devil comes and knock him. He's going to come. He's going to try. But you got to forget what seems to be a failure. Now, maybe some of you have made mistakes. You've sinned. You, you feel like you offended God. Let me tell you what. Forgiveness flows freely from God to the one who has a heart that repents. One who says, God, I'm sorry that I offended you. I don't want to do this. And the moment you confess it is the moment you are free from it. And, and, and look, if you were here, if you were at church when you were supposed to be, when I was preaching about the fatherhood of God, one of the things we learned is that the Bible says the moment you ask forgiveness is the moment God takes it and tosses it over his shoulder and it goes into his sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, so far are your sins and transgressions from you. Can, can, can we get a good New York forget about it? Turn to somebody, give them a good New York forget about it. Absolutely will never get to your future if you keep looking through the eyes of past failures and mistakes. It will bind you, it will stop you, it will cause you to tremble, it will put fear in the depths of your heart if you keep looking back or looking to your future through the eyes of past mistakes, sins, failures, whatever. You, you, you've, got, you've got to forget the past if you're going to get to your future. If you're going to get to what God has, we all have to do it. We all have to forget something. I remember, you've heard me talk about it so often, you're probably tired of me talking about it, but I remember a season that I went through and, and people did stuff, but I didn't lay that charge at them. I put it at the feet of the devil. I said, devil, you're trying to destroy me. 
You're trying to destroy my life. You're trying to destroy my ministry. What you're trying to get at is the anointing in my life. And you use people. You use some of the closest people in my life. Because you, you, you know I'm a sensitive guy. You know that, that when, when, when I get hurt, it, it goes deep and it's a struggle for me. It's an emotional struggle. I'm not, I don't have thick skin. I mean, I look tough and I look like I have... But I'm really a pussycat. <laughs> I'm very, very soft on the inside. Don't you ever use that against me. <laughs> but I, I know that the devil, you know, has tried to trip me up. He's going to try to trip you up. But you've got to rise. You've got to say, I forgive those people. I forgive that person. I, I'm not going to hold anything in my heart. I forgive everybody. I just release them. I'm not going to let the failures, the mistakes, and all the junk of yesterday muddy up my vision and ruin my, my pace and my stride and prevent me from getting into my tomorrows. There's a vision. There's a destiny. There's a purpose that awaits you. You're playing around with this. this. See, if somebody's sitting here today, you still have things people did to you. You still can't get over it, man. Forget it. People are going to do what people are going to do. I don't understand why they do I don't either. Nobody understands. I don't think God understands why people do what they do. Everybody. I mean, people are just crazy, man. People are nuts. I hate to say it. Nobody's sitting here. Please don't take it personally. But, but I don't know. People do all kinds of crazy stuff. You all know what I'm talking about. So what are you getting all hung up over it? Just forget it, man. Don't let it mess up your future. You can't go into the new year with all this excess baggage. It's going to hold you back. Guilt, shame. Come on now. The blood of Jesus cleanses you. The blood of Jesus forgives you, washes you clean. Doesn't matter what you've done. There's forgiveness for you. So you go and get forgiven and you move on. So number two thing we have to do is we're going to have to forget about our failures. Look at what Paul said. Can, can, are you all, all with me? All right. Paul said, Philippians chapter 3. Verse 12 and 14, I'll just read it. He says, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. See, that's the, see, that's the problem. There, there are not enough Christians that are pressing on. Pressing on means I've got to exert some force. I've got to put some oomph. Oh, man, I'm glad that, that went over like a lead balloon. You all look, got tired when I said that. I press on. It means I push. I push against the opposition. I push against the forces Amen. that are pushing against me. Because the devil isn't going to give you a holiday. You're go Listen, I often say this. It's the people that are going somewhere, that have a glimpse of their destiny, that are walking and fulfilling the purpose of God that the devil gives the hardest time to because he doesn't want you to succeed. He doesn't want you to get to your destiny. He doesn't want you to get to your purpose. Your God-given purpose. Remember, remember what God's thinking thoughts about you? He doesn't want those thoughts to become a reality in your life. So Paul says, he says, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. So I haven't studied that verse totally, but it leads me to believe that I've got to press a little bit in order for me to receive the will and the purpose and the destiny that Jesus has for me. I've got to push a little bit. See, that's why, that's why I say I go back to a lot of the preaching going on today. It's, it's, it's kicking the push and the fight out of God's people. It's kicking the fight out of God's people. All it's doing is pumping you up like a jelly donut. And the minute a little pressure is put in your life, all the jelly is coming out. You, you hear me? 
You see, we got to press, man. We got we got to push a little bit. We got to press through to the other side. We got to lay hold of what Jesus has got in store for me and for you, the purpose, the destiny, the will. We got to get hold of it. But sometimes you got to press. You got to press. And he said, brethren, verse 13, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do. <laughs> I mean, Paul simplifies his whole ministry, basically. And he says, you know, I haven't apprehended, haven't gotten there yet, haven't gotten everything that, you know, I want to get or haven't attained everything I want to attain to. But there's this one thing that I do. Now, if Paul says there's one thing he does, and Paul, you know, Paul was Paul, right? How many of you want to know what that one thing is that he did? How many of you agree with me that one thing that he did, is, if it was important for Paul, is mighty important for you and me? How many of you agree with me? So he says, brethren, I do not count myself as, as apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting. Everybody say, forgetting. forgetting. Let me say it again, forgetting. forgetting. I right, don't say anymore. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching towards those things which are ahead. Here's the word again. I press. Press. Now, now in the gym, you know, there, there's something called a bench press. For those of you that haven't been to the gym in a while, you ought to go reacquaint yourself. It's called a bench press. At which time you, you take weight in your, either with a barbell or dumbbells, you take weight and you start here and you press that weight. And if you're doing it right, and you're doing it because you're trying to build muscle and get strength, that weight is pressing against you big time. But you are forcing that weight in an upward position and sustaining it as it comes down and you press that weight. And every time you press that weight, every time you press it again, muscle fibers are breaking and twisting and tearing and setting you up for muscle gain and strength. Let me tell you what, the reason why there's such weakness in the body of Christ is we don't have enough pressers, people who are pressing to the next level, pressing, pushing against the opposition, pushing, it, pushing against the force that's on them. <laughs> Some of you, this is going right over your head. He says, I press. That means that there was, there was an opposing force that was upon him. And he said he didn't succumb to the pressure and fall out and give up like a lot of Christians today. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't take it. I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm all pooped out. I'm burned out. You haven't even gotten fired up yet. No. Men of God, women of God, who, who want the will of God and the purpose of God and the destiny of God, will stand their ground and push and press and continue to push and press until they get to the other end. That's the difference between a true man or woman of God and somebody's just play acting. True believers stand their ground and push. See, people that, am I preaching too long? Too bad, I'm preaching. 
people, people that, you know, they just, they just want to live in Lazyville, lazy. They're not pressers. They're not pushing. They wonder why nothing's going to change or nothing changes. Because it's not going to change until you learn to press. You've got to push against that opposing force and that opposing weight the devil is putting on you. Because he don't want you to succeed. He don't want you. He doesn't want the thoughts of God working in your life. I don't know about you, but I know the devil's tried to stop me from the beginning. He tried to stop me from when I was a little boy. I don't know how he knew. Because he saw the passion and love I had for God as a young boy. Saw me searching, seeking, hunting. He tried to take me down every stinking road to distract me, to get my attention off. And so then I finally found the road and found the pathway and put my, fixed my... And he's still trying to knock me off and get me distracted and pull me here and pull me there and get my focus all twisted and jerked. Why? Because he knows that something... He knows that something big is on the inside of me. He knows something's big on the inside of you. He knows that you've been programmed by God for a destiny and a purpose. And a blessing in your life. Yes. Get back to prayer. Get back to seeking God. You know, remembering. Remember what God is doing. Forget the junk that happened. Toss it behind you. Do like Paul. Just press. Press through it. See, see he says in this last verse, he says, I press, verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. God's not leading you down. He's leading you up. He's leading you higher. He's leading you to greater places, not lesser places. Do you understand that? You're moving with God, you ought to be, life ought to be getting better, not worse. Sometimes you've got to press to get to that next place. You've got to push. You've got to stand your ground, put into operation all that you've learned. All right. So number one, we have to remember the victories. Number two, we have to, to forget the failures. Thing, the last thing, number three, is that we need to start to declare our future. I take your attention to Job 22, 28, familiar verse to many of us. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you so light will shine on your ways. Now, now let me read it to you out of the Amplified because I love the way the Amplified, Amplified says it. You shall also decide and decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light Listen, listen, and the light, listen, listen, the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. In other words, whatever you are declaring, God's going to give you the favor to get to that place. He's going to make it happen. But you've got to start to declaring. You see, you see, you see the problem, <clears throat> a lot of people, the cause of your disaster is probably because you talked yourself into it. Do you realize that you create with your mouth? Do you, do you realize that the words that you speak have creative power? Jesus said it this way. You remember, you remember the story, many of you remember. He's walking by and there's a fig tree and he curses the fig tree. And the next day his disciples walk by with him and they said, Oh, look, Master, the fig tree you cursed is dried up from the roots. Wow, what an amazing thing. Jesus takes the opportunity to teach him a big lesson. He says, Sit down, boys, let me teach you a lesson. Have faith in God. If you shall say to, the, say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and do not doubt in your heart, but believe the things you say, believe the things you say, believe the things you say, you shall have, 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 you shall have whatsoever you say. Whoa, Jesus, lay it on me. 
Jesus is teaching at that point the creative power that is available in your mouth to create your future. If all you're, all you're, all you're talking about all the time is your troubles, your problems, how life is this and life is that, la, 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 talking like the world, acting like the world, looking like the man, and then you walk into a mess, you talked yourself into it. Then we're going to have to get the thoughts of God, get the word of God, and begin to declare it over our life. This is going to be the best year of my life. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Great things are coming out of my life. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm not going to get weaker in this year. I'm getting stronger. Prosperity is the reward of the righteous. I'm walking in, in fields of prosperity in this year. I'm on the increase, not the decrease. I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And everything I lay my hands to shall prosper. Am I right? I don't care if you think I'm not right. I am right because it's God's word. So, so he says, you shall, you shall decide and decree a thing and it shall be established and the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. God's delighted when his people get a vision of God's, listen, God does not bless laziness when you're sitting around going to work or getting up. You know, you got your, your, you know how many people I've known in my lifetime? They were so focused on retirement. They just did their job, did it half-heartedly, just wanted to get the benefits, get the 401k or whatever it is. They retire, go to Florida, and they die. No vision, no purpose. You've been put in this life to affect somebody, to infect somebody, to help somebody, to build the kingdom of God, to do something for Jesus, not just for you and your kingdom. That's what we're here to build God's kingdom, not your kingdom. You're the king of your own kingdom. I'm a self-made man. I did it all by myself. And you know what? I've yet to see a hearse that has a U-Haul behind it that's carting all the goods that you accumulated that go in the grave with you and somehow end up on the other side of eternity with you. You don't go, you don't go, to, you don't go to heaven with nothing, man. Excuse my poor English. You, you don't go to heaven with anything except what you've done on this side of eternity for and in the kingdom in the name of Jesus. That's it. And all your junk stays right here. So stop patting yourself on the back, buddy. Stop throwing your chest out like you're Mr. Big Shot. Because God can snuff you out just like that. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. As quick as you could blink your eyes, it could be all over. See, that's why you got to serve the living God, man. You got to serve God and honor God. So you have to declare your future. I think I preached enough. My throat is raw. But anyway, praise God. <laughs> So, three things. Say it with me. Remember the victories. Forget the failures. And declare my future. Come on, put your hands together. Give God the praise and the glory. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.